Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Episode 7, Season 3 of the Daily Intermission Podcast. Nate, we started off the day by getting pulled over by the RCMP on the way to the studio. How we doing, fella? Uh, not too bad. I thought... I thought we were going directly to prison. I thought so too. He had the cuffs out and yeah. I thought things were going to get well, pretty funky. Well, he's like license plates expired. Cars not inspected. <laughs> insurance. Greg handed them the old insurance thing from 2017. It was hilarious. Yeah, for sure. I've got it all. Everything oh, yeah, was it's good. All good. It's yeah. just the stickers and stuff weren't on. Yeah. It just wasn't uh, updated and I just have a pile of stuff in my glove box. Like I just kind of just put it in there because to be completely honest, it was my first time ever getting pulled over. So um, but uh, interesting um, scenario on the way to the studio today. But ladies and gentlemen, we're ready to get right into it. It's uh, the pregame show today is brought to you by Manscaped, as it always is. Make sure you go over to manscaped.com. Use the code TDI for 20% off free shipping. Keep yourself groomed. It's the best men's grooming kit going right now. It's unbelievable. The amount of tools are very versatile. And uh, and get over there and use it, folks. Yeah, and don't sleep on that ball butter. Yeah, and the spray. I don't think I've used the ball butter yet. Oh man, it smells good. Okay, it smells real good. I might have to poke into it here. Yeah, um, it's good. Yeah. Take a peek at it. Uh, you but, should mention too, it was the same cop from the story you've told about the f- bloody foot, right? Yes, exactly. So, do you, if, if for all the um, you know loyal listeners that remember the story that I told uh, about having the girl over to my house uh, and you know stepping in a wine glass out of the hot tub, and then the, all the RCMP showed up outside of my house. It was the same guy. It was Dean. He knows, knows my family. I didn't realize until on the way out, he said, hey, tell your mom I said hi. I <laughs> thought he was just chirping. But no, he's uh, he actually knows the family, and he actually used to be a neighbor. So, uh, so Dean, if you're listening, I appreciate the reduction of the fine, uh, but I don't uh, I don't appreciate the fine. Uh, I was just like I was just hoping you'd let me off the hook. Yeah, we got a big court date coming up in December, folks. Yeah, so we will be vlogging that court date. Uh, Nate, just wanted to shout out to everyone in Florida that's dealing with Hurricane Ian. Um, it's the it's one of the you know worst hurricanes to ever be recorded uh hitting the united states and i know it's uh, you know taking a big toll uh on the state of florida and you know hopefully everyone if we have any listeners in the state of florida um that uh, they're staying safe and and uh, hopefully they can get things back uh you know recovered and and uh back on track uh, fairly quickly yeah for sure it seems like it's gonna be a pretty bad one rolling in eh? oh gosh Jeez. Yeah, it uh, category it, four at one point. Yeah, it, it did some serious damage. I was looking at some roads and like cars were getting washed down the streets. So, you know, obviously, you know, we got hit with uh, with um, Hurricane uh, Fiona, but Fiona definitely did not do as much damage um, as Ian. Yeah. But Nate, on Tuesday, we ended up going into Halifax to uh, Hole Nine Studio, Hole Nine Golf. Um, if you haven't heard of them, go check them out on social media. And it's they've done a nice job. Um, you know, they. Uh, they've built kind of two TrackMan studios 
um, in uh, in a garage and and they do lessons and so um, you know most of the times when people be, build studios they uh, they rent them out for golf and to play golf but these guys are strictly um, coaches training, and yeah. yeah and training and, and coaching aids and you know for the youth in Nova Scotia that are looking to you know be elite golfers or have a sniff and go play college it's a great it's a great system they've set up Nate yeah it is for sure it's crazy some of the stuff going on like how uh, just knew you're like the le- how the left side of your head worked or whatever it was when we were yeah. doing the spinning thing yeah that stuff was crazy man. yeah he was getting like our our hand-eye coordination our just our body coordination our our uh you know our eyesight you know where, where we favor and, and and different things that we do in the swing it was really cool yeah um so we'll post a youtube video just kind of highlighting you know what that looked like but it was a lot of fun all in all i enjoyed our trip the whole nine yeah it was good stuff a shout out to dalen uh nate just finally uh in the pregame show because we do have a lot of sports to get into uh, the chalkboard app, and, and I, I can't stress this enough. Like, if you're a sports fan and you're watching sports, you know whether it's um, you know the hockey game on, or if it's on a Sunday and it's and it's NFL, and and especially on the primetime games, I find the Thursday night, the Sunday night, and the and the Monday night because obviously on on Sundays it's pretty mayhem through the afternoon. Oh yeah. Um, but during those primetime games, when everybody's watching the same game, the chat is so electric. Every day, people are giving out best bets. It is the best community. It's a growing community. It's the best sports track uh, sports group chat going so so make sure you download the chalkboard app yeah it's the best man it's, there's nothing better than getting in there also it just helps me so much with my betting i Absolutely. mean mind you i haven't won a single nfl one yet so that's easy to say but i've been trailing directly off my own bets so I, i'm going directly to chalkboard recommendations from here on in so get the hell in there absolutely i also absolutely. wanted to mention quick before we go in there sure uh to the first quarter um when i had my doctor's appointment the other day yeah i, I had to use the bathroom so bad so I went in and I saw that it was like a handicap stall, but there wasn't any other options around anywhere. Nightmare, dude. No. Oh, yeah. Somebody dude. wheeled in? No, nobody wheeled in, but I came out and I heard somebody clanking around out there and I was like, ah, oh, shit, man. Like, anyway, I got out there as a dude with crutches. Oh, no. And I was like, man, I'm sorry. We've dude. talked about that on past podcasts. Yeah, it's, it's a gamble. Yeah. The space is su- such a luxury, though, when, oh, you, when you've got to take a dump. It's and, huge. Oh. But, uh, yeah. but it's tough. I mean, that's a that's just tough luck, Nate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, at least it was crutches, you know? It's not like, I guess. But there was another bathroom. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure was a- empty. Yeah. So, like, get in there. For sure. That's tough. But that's going to conclude the pregame show of episode seven, season three of the Daily Vision podcast. Nate, we're hopping right into the MLB because it's been, you know, we're getting down to crunch time now. Eight games left in the regular season. And uh, obviously the spotlight's been on Aaron Judge. Um, you know, what the, can this guy do? And he's been on a slump. So I feel bad for all of the sports bettors. Um, there's a few people in the chalkboard that have mentioned um, that they've been riding. I mean, ever since he hit 60, that they've been, and he went on, a, what is it, a nine-game slump, or a six- to seven-game slump of not hitting a home run. So that's tough. I mean, it was his longest slump of the season without hitting a home run, and people were just diving in on the anytime home run. Uh, I, I hopped on. Yeah, uh, two days ago, yep. and then yesterday, and hit yesterday. So I I missed out on on one. Uh, so pretty much, you know, I I made a few bucks. Like I I you know the bet uh, canceled out from the night before. But yeah. Aaron Judge hits his sixty first home run uh, in Toronto. Um, they handle the uh, the Blue Jays, and uh, and Aaron Judge is uh, looking for sixty two. I think he might heat up here and go on a little run. Did you see the guy that missed the catch? No. Oh. Dude, he was he had the seat, he had the spot, man. He reached for it, it hit the edge of his glove and bounced down into the dugout. He had it, man. That is so Jeez. tough. As soon as it went, I was just like tracking and I'm like, oh my god, who's gonna get that? Anyway, he dropped it, gone. Like it's like 
Nobody yeah. got it. Well, Aaron Aaron Judge would have got yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, no fan. Like, It's almost, you know, there's obviously you'd like the fan to have the souvenir and, and have an opportunity to make a lot of money. But, you know, it just seems like it was meant to be Aaron Judge's ball. And, and Aaron Judge will keep that. And, and uh, yeah, that's... The that's, dude was gutted. Oh, they I had mean, him on the TV, like for no, like, he was chatting about it. No, no, but like they just like kept like cutting to his frame of him, and he's yeah. just up there like, no, oh. that's a lottery ticket. Yeah, man. it's a full on lottery yeah. ticket. Yeah. Um, but you know well, what? There's like already offers of like from some sports memorabilia for like two million bucks. So I think that uh, if the Blue Jays and the Yankees, I think they should pull it together and do something for him. You know, not nothing crazy, but I think I would, you know, I would do something, or even Aaron Judge, like if he gets that ball, you know, to do something for him because I mean that's. That's tough, oh, man. Oh, man, that'd be a tough one to go home. Yes, like, it would. I had it. Oh, man, you'll never. Oh, no, just for forever. sure. You're thinking about that. So uh, Kevin Gosman, pitcher of the Blue Jays, you know, he came out in the media uh, during this Blue Jays and, and Yankee series, and he was pretty, you know, vocal about them using different balls for Aaron Judge, and he was questioning it. And it's like, you know, I, I didn't really side with Gosman on this. It's like, man, this guy is looking for history and these balls that he's hitting are very treasured memorabilia. Yeah. You've got to be able to separate them. And Gosman was pretty pissed off about it. He's like, why we got to do this? It's, it's unbelievable. It's like, well, it's like, dude, he's going for the record. Yeah. That's why you got to do it for sure. And it's not like there's some, like, it's not like it's a bouncy ball you're throwing. It's still a baseball. Exactly. It's just marked. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, interesting uh, comments from Gosman on the Blue Jays. Uh, two nights ago, Nate, we were watching the highlights and man, so Vladdy hits, hits one. It's a five, two game at this point, And he hits one. It looks like it's going yeah. and he does the big walk out of the box. He's watching it and it hits the wall. So he starts gunning him. He starts chugging along rounds first and he gets thrown out by a good, like five feet at second. It's like, man, that is a tough scene. Bo Bichette makes an air in the shallow outfield. Then he rounds the second, takes his, all of his body. I don't understand how you can take all your body parts off the bag. Once you're sliding. In. I know I was going to say the boys are having a tough time around second base. Yes. As soon as Vladdy was like watching that one, I was like, well, if he's going to push second, he's probably not getting there. No, it's not particularly fast. <laughs> no. Um, but, uh, the guy is very thin now, though. Man, he's like, acrobatic at first base, too. Yeah, does he, the splits, he, yeah, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's insane. I know. Like, I've seen Chapman and Bouchette throw balls at him that are intentionally on the ground. Yeah. Like, they'll just rip it at the turf, yeah, and he just, just does these acrobatics. Just getting them to stretch out. Yeah. It's, yeah, uh, he gets down, man. It's impressive. Honestly. It is, for sure. I mean, that's certainly not going to last his entire career because there's oh. going to be a groin gone I'll or give a quad. Another, like, three years he yeah. can do that, then it's toast. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to think five... Five years from now. I mean, he'll be a DH eventually. Oh, my God. Yes, Yes. Man. Yep. Yeah, dude. Like, probably sooner than later. Absolutely. Um, Tyler Glasnow, Anita, we talked about him last episode, how he's back. He looked good in his start, and the Rays are fired up because now they've got McClanahan, and they also have Tyler Glasnow for the playoffs. This is a team, man. The Yankees and Astros, they're going to be rattled if they get the Rays because these guys, they can play, man. They're battle-tested. Uh, they're battle tested. They've got... Oh, yeah. uh, you know, and, and they've got uh, great pitching. So um, the uh, the Rays are going to be uh, a handful come the playoffs. Uh, but looking at the AL wildcard race right now Nate, with the Rays, the Mariners have been on a terrible little slide here. I think they're two and eight in their last ten. Um, they've fallen back. I mean, the the Orioles are only I think three games back of them. 
Um, so that's going to be a nice little race here with a few games left. I mean, they're going to have to start piling on some wins and hope the uh, the Orioles don't uh, grab a few. And the Jays have a game in hand on the uh, on the Rays. So, I mean, this two, eight, two games 1. up. 1.1 and a half. One and a half games up. So, yeah. I mean, this is a race that's going to come down to the wire. And, and uh, we've got the playoffs just around the corner. But, I mean, if you want to watch some meaningful baseball, throw it on now. Yeah, for sure. This is this is the time when it's nice to watch. For like, sure. I don't think I watched a game all season hardly except for now. Like, I'm catching them each night because it's nice to watch, actually now but especially with judge yeah oh man that was sick uh, i'm an inning guy i'll throw it on in the rotation for a few innings i'll watch but uh, i rarely watch a full ball game during the weather i mean the summer is obviously very tough with golf and everything going on with the partying and and you know just everything that that, that comes with the freedom of being outside where we live um but uh but yeah i i, I watch a few innings here i now. usually watch <clears throat> the first three or four and then turn it off and then get back for like the bottom seven on Yep. Is what I, I'll just skip the middle ones. So it's like, five oh, and six. So long, man. Yeah. Yep. It's just, geez. Or even even get to eight. It's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Got the juice coming now. But yeah, no. well, the Jays need one win to clinch a playoff spot. It's pretty much inevitable at this point. Yeah, absolutely. They'll 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 be in. So <laughs> it's uh, it's just a matter of who they're going to be playing. Um, I think we've talked about it. Uh, we're pretty vocal that we want to see them play the Guardians. Yes. Um, because I think the Yankees and Astros, I, even the Yankees, the Yankees, Jays obviously would be an electric series. Um, but I think that uh, you want to be playing the Guardians. Yes, you most yep. certainly do. You'd rather see Jays and Yankees like ALCS or something. Yep, for sure. If that can even work. Um, bracket. I think so. Yeah, if they if they were to beat if the because the Astros would play the lowest seed left. So uh, yeah, yeah, the Astros would play. My mind is kind of a bit of a pretzel thinking about it. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I I have no idea. Um, but uh, maybe. I yeah, it's definitely I mean, possible for sure. Um, Alonzo, Pete Alonzo, we talked about him last episode about uh, how he uh, has the record for RBIs in a season for the Mets. He's now the first New York Met to ever have uh, two 40 home run seasons. It's Pete Alonzo, who we talk about as a bit of a milk show, um, putting on a show, having a great season for the Mets. I mean, obviously he's molding himself into a superstar with the everything that goes on with the home run derby and everything like that. So, congrats, Pete Alonzo. I initially was looking at the stat and I was like, huh. I was like, I'm kind of surprised. No one else has done that in Mets history. And then I started like thinking about like who I know that's hit 40 home runs. And I think the only guy that came to mind was Carlos Beltran. Yeah, absolutely. Did David Wright ever hit 40? I'm not sure. I can pull it up. No, but it's, it's, I mean, it's all good. I know I mean, Beltran one year. Carlos Beltran was a stud, man. Yeah, he had 41 some year yep. um, in like the mid 2000s, I believe. So let me just look here. David Wright. Remember, who was that power hitter? It's not Stanton. It was. Uh, Shoot, there was a power hitter that was similar to Stanton, like he kind of, kind of suitcased around. He played for the Mets for a bit, but forget his uh, name. Jose Reyes. No, God, He's no. He's certainly not a power no. hitter. Um, no, David Wright's career high is 33. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, He's I mean. Still a boatload of bombs. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he was a he was a freak. He might be the, I wonder who the best Mets player of all time is. I think David Wright's probably in the mix. Most beloved. Daryl Strawberry play there? I uh, could have. I think. Yeah. Yep. Um. But the the yeah, NL is you know. exciting too, Nate. I mean, obviously, oh, yeah. uh, we've got some some the, the Braves are locked in, the Cardinals are locked in, the um, the Dodgers are locked in. Clearly, 
But we also have uh, the Brewers, Phillies, and Padres absolutely in a dogfight right now for the uh, for the last two seeds in the wild card, and, and that's going to be fun to watch as well. I mean, we've got two electric wild card races with eight games left, so the MLB is starting to heat up. We're excited for the content to come, and we've got the playoffs playoff preview probably coming um, on. Uh, I would I would foresee on uh, on Tuesday, Nate. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that molds together. We actually it might be next. It might be a week uh, from today. Yeah. There could, there definitely won't be fully set in stone. No. So we may as well wait until then rather than speculating. Yeah, absolutely. So we're excited for the MLB to heat up, folks. We got top October baseball coming, and there's nothing better than uh, October baseball, especially in the MLB. But, Nate, we're going to move into quarter two, and we're going to talk a little bit of NFL. Yeah. The NFL has been electric through three weeks. It's crazy how it's week four. I know. Week four, the yeah, NFL, man. I mean, time flies. It's just, you, you, you hear it, and the older you get, it seems it goes faster. Uh, but two and eight last week, we didn't talk about it, but in the Miami-Buffalo game, he got hit, and he got up really wobbly in the second quarter, late in the second quarter. Looking pretty concussy. He looked concussed. Anyway, he went to the room. They, he ended up playing the rest of the game. He came out after half and looked pretty good. They said it was it was due to a back issues. Uh, but two is questionable for tonight, uh, for yesterday night, for the listeners. Um, but uh, we got Bengals and Dolphins. You leave leaning towards anything here yeah i mean just with him being questionable obviously something's a little off with him like i'm i'm leaning bangles here i'm all over the bangles yeah, man i expect too. them they're at home they're wearing their whites um and i think they're gonna go on they're gonna ream a few off here yeah i got right now the spread's coming in at three and a half so we're, i'm on uh, it yeah I yeah mean, that's not that's definitely doable i think they're gonna start heating up too yep. and like I don't think we've got any perfect season Miami Dolphins here this year. No, gosh, no. So. I'll be on the Bengals spread, and then I'm going to do a nice, juicy uh, same-game parlay for tonight. Yeah, if my sportsbook would give me any free bets anymore, it's absolute horseshit. Yeah, even if it doesn't get in there. Any. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I will. But yeah, yeah. Like, so much better when you get the free bet. <laughs> for sure. Like, when when do I throw 10 bucks on a game? Like, never. Yeah, like especially... $5 parlays tops. Yeah, for sure. Par- especially parlay, 10 bucks is a bit... Uh, yeah. That's so funny. It's we sound like we such s- peasants. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> yeah someone's yeah. definitely on here. And be like, Jesus! I thought these boys were a little more high rollers. <laughs> yeah. Sitting here betting, be like, well, I wouldn't dare go above seven dollars. <laughs> yeah. so what a bunch of pussies! Yeah, rather talking sports bets all day on the chalkboard app, and, we, and they, they won't bet, even lay down that, ten bucks. Guys got a dollar unit. Yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> no, but uh, Mac Jones, Nate, he left the game late in the Patriots game against the Ravens, um, and uh, it sounds like he's going to miss an extended period of time with a high ankle sprain. So it looks like it's going to be Brian Hoyer. Uh, for the Patriots, which uh, I don't know how to feel about this. I mean, Brian Horror has been a starter in the league. He started for the Browns. He knows the system. He's been there. He's been, he obviously was Brady's backup for about seven years, and now he's uh, Mac Jones' backup. So, I mean, he's an older guy. I mean, he can be serviceable. I don't think he's going to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns, but, you know, he's got a good run game uh, with uh, Ramondre Stevenson and, and Damian Harris. We'll see what he does, man. I, I mean, I know, I know a lot of people are on the Packers for Survivor Pool, but. Yeah, I'm leaning that way, but like I'm also just probably going to go Chargers. I'm not changing my picks, I don't think. Yeah. I think it's better luck to just leave them because every time I do that, it screws me. So, for sure. But I here's... have the Packers coming up, though. I think I have Bucks next week, and then I slated in the Packers the week after that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome that you just went in and just dove in. Well, the Bucks are playing the Falcons yep. week five. So yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a win. At home. Yeah. It's like, okay. like, And then week six is, um, what is it, the Packers and, and the Jets. Oh yeah, in Green Bay. Oh, like yeah. If I'm still alive, baby, those are my picks for sure. Um, But uh, just some things that will, uh, just some news that might, uh, you know, 
worry you about the Chargers. Joey Bosa um, is going to be out for uh, the foreseeable future with uh, he's just having groin surgery. Um, and uh, that, I mean, hopefully Justin Herbert with those banged up ribs can look uh, a bit better this week. But I think the Chargers is the pick. I don't foresee them losing to Houston on the road. I still think their defense is serviceable enough to end their offense, obviously. Uh, we haven't seen a big game from uh, from Austin Eckler yet. And Herbert, man, <clears throat> this guy's incredible. Even with the banged up uh, ribs, he was making some good throws. So I think another week of rest, you know, shoot him up with some of whatever those painkillers are and let him rock. There's another guy, too, on the Chargers who's out for the year with a ruptured biceps. Uh, Rashawn, mm. Rashawn Walker is that? Could be. Uh, that might is he be defensive or offensive correct. player? I'm not sure. I okay. just saw it yeah. uh, like an hour. Ago. <clears throat> well, but I was just thinking about how bad ruptured ruptured bicep would be. That would be Jesus. tough. Like, some of dude. the injuries you hear come out like, oh man, it's like I don't even know these like torn packs. Like that's <clears throat> ruptured bicep would be terrible. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah, um, that would be absolutely awful. I um, also checked in on just doing some on the survivor pool. The last time the Texans and Chargers played. Uh, Houston beat them 41-29. This was just last season. Oh, no. Um, so you hate to see that that history. Yes. Um, I mean, I would take that with a grain of salt. That stuff generally isn't as important as no. everyone tries to get the narrative of. But For sure. I'll be rolling chargers. Um, Nate, uh, just finally before we get into our week four game predictions, um, it's uh, it's interesting here. The Manning cast every Monday night goes on, and uh, obviously this week was a bit of a snoozer with the 49ers and and, uh, and Denver Broncos, and Russell Wilson hasn't looked particularly great. Actually, some would say he's looked pretty bad. Some would um, say. And so Eli Manning and, and Peyton were talking, and they had uh, Pat McAfee on, but Eli was like, they should have paid the $235 million to the kicker, the punter, because that's all they're doing. And uh, Russell got asked about it in an interview, and I think that this is the week we see Russell Wilson. They're playing the Raiders. I think this is going to be a shootout, and we see lots of offense. And I mean, I, if Russell Wilson has a bad week this week, yeah, that's what uh, I was he's, say, I'm done. That's it. I'm done with him. Yeah, I'm done with him in fantasy, and um, I just don't foresee the uh, the the uh, Broncos, um, you know, having a successful season with a guy who's just not balling out like he used to. It's got to be like the worst situation for fantasy too, because it's like you can't really trade him yeah. unless you've got some diehard Broncos fan in the exactly in the league, so. yeah. Girl, it's just gonna be a bench guy. All right, Nate, you want to ream through these games? Yeah, you want to uh, you want to bring them up, and we'll yep. we'll we'll talk about. Them? Okay, okay. So this one comes up first for me, just because the favorite. Yeah, uh, we got Commanders, Cowboys, Cowboys minus three favorite. And I mean, like, listen, I'm loyal to my squad, but I'm on Cooper Rush this week. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Ah. I think I'm gonna ride the Commanders on the road. Okay. Um, I just don't foresee. Yes, yeah, the cow man. They. I, like Carson, Pres- Carson Wentz is going to be under pressure from from Micah Parsons for sure, but I think that this is a division game, and I mean the the Cowboys, who everyone wrote off, has won, have won back to back games without Dak Prescott. I think it might be time for them to take an L. I was just going to say, I, yeah. how how far like they're going to go three and one? Mm. Like, I mean, it's definitely. I'm going to ride the Commanders plus what is it three and a half? It's three plus three. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Commanders plus three. I think that could change. This, these are all subject to change. I mind you, but I, I do like the Commanders at first look, first I'm, glance. I'm going to roll Cowboys. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, secondly, we've got Vikings uh, in New Orleans. Uh, Vikings minus three. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Vikings here. Same. Um, the this is the one in London. Yes. So it's at a neutral site at Wembley Stadium. Uh, let me just check. It is. Uh, I thought it was Tottenham, but maybe it is Wembley. Uh, where is this? It doesn't even say on here. That's absolutely dust. Okay. Um, oh no. Yeah, it's Tottenham Hotspur. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be electric. Um, oh my god. 
place I is know gonna be packed. Dalvin Cook's dealing with like a separated shoulder. I just think that the the Vikings are the better team here. Jameis Winston. This is gonna be a shootout. I like the over in this game. What's the uh, what's the line at, Nate? The line is forty three. <laughs> that will be hammered. Yeah, I'm my, hammering my that over. Fifteen for the over. Yeah, I'll be solid. on the over there for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think I'm gonna be looking at the Vikings uh, at first glance there, Nate. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I am as well. Uh, survivor pool here, so pretty clear who I picked, but we've got Chargers, Texans, minus five and a half for Houston, or for LA, sorry. Yeah, I like the Chargers here too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that if Justin Herbert can, you know, make some progress in his recovery from his rib injury and those things start feeling a bit better, yep, I like the uh, the Chargers yeah, to win mean, that game. Really, when you look at it, it's fucking Houston. Mm-hmm. Like, they're dust. Uh, we're moving into Chicago against the New York Giants. Minus oh three my. favorite for the Giants. What is going on with these Chicago Bears? They just get the dustiest games week after week. Um, oh, man. This is a coin flip. This is a coin flip. Who is going to be dustier, Danny Dimes or Justin Fields? It's in Chicago? No, New York. I'm on the Giants. I guess New Jersey. I'm on the football Giants. Okay. Yep. I can't bet again. I bet for the Bears, man. They're like, it, it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, we got Seahawks, Lions, Lions minus four and a half favorite. Wow. Just borderline treason. Uh, I'll, I'll take the Seahawks plus yeah, four and a half. I was going to say I am yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, I think that should be a rule of thumb. Whenever the Lions are favored, you take the, yeah. you go against it. It didn't really work out too well in week two, mind no. you, but uh, that's the against the commanders. Uh, we got the Jaguars, who uh, luckily are out of Florida this week. Yes. And are in Philadelphia. Uh, minus six and a half favorite for the Eagles. So this is an interesting one here, Nate. Um, obviously, when the when the uh, Eagles won the Super Bowl, their head coach was Dougie Peterson. Now Dougie Peterson is the head coach in Jacksonville. Nice little revenge game here for Dougie Peterson. Ooh. I still like the Eagles. I'm going to ride with the Eagles until I see them, you know, flawed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Hurts looks like such a monster. I like them at home to win this game by four yeah, and a half. I'm on that as well. Yeah, it's six and a half, but six and a half. Sorry, yeah, yeah. but uh, I mean, regardless, what's the over at touchdown? Uh, Forty-seven. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I'm definitely taking Eagles. Yeah. All right, we got Jets Steelers minus three and a half Steelers. The return of Zach Wilson. I think I'm on the Jets. Are you? I think so. Okay. Let's see what Zach he's got. I'm gonna yep. give him one shot this year. I'm on the Zach yeah. INT guaranteed oh, uh, because auto. the secondary in Pittsburgh is pretty good. Yep. Um, I like Pittsburgh here. Um, I think that uh, they uh, they're gonna be ready to rock and roll, and I think that uh, they win this game. I think Mitch Trubisky has an okay game, and uh, and they win. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely a fair bet. Um, okay, we got Browns into Atlanta. Browns minus one and a half. I'm on Atlanta. I am as well. I hate Cleveland. I'm on Atlanta as well. Marcus Mariota's actually looked pretty good. He's he's starting to use Kyle Pitts a bit more. He's he's had Drake London in his sights. Cordell Patterson's a very. I just think I like the Falcons' offense, and if they can try to uh, stop the run, I mean Jacoby Brissett. And if they stop the run and hone in on uh, Amari Cooper, I think that this team's beatable. I think that uh, the Falcons can win this at home, Nate. I like it plus yeah, one and I a like half. Too. Man, Amari Cooper gets a lot of looks. He was going nuts yep. there the other week on the Thursday nighter. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. I'm on Falcons too. I'm not betting on the Browns for the rest of the year. It's done. I don't yeah. care if they're playing like Houston's bench. <laughs> I'm taking Houston. Uh, we got Titans, Colts, Colts minus three and a half in Indianapolis. Oh, this is interesting, man. These are the two. You know, these guys have had some good battles. I mean, obviously, division rivals. I, I want to know what Shaq Leonard's doing, but I do like. I do like the Colts. I think they're going to gain a little momentum after that, after that win against the Chiefs uh, at home again. Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big game here mm-hmm. soon. I, I like the Colts in this one, Nate. I too am on the Colts on the Jonathan Taylor's reign as well. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, 
Looking for some yard props on this guy. Yep. Pair it with a Zach Wilson interception. We're going to have a heater on Sunday. Yep. Uh, Bills, Ravens, minus three for the Bills in Baltimore. Oh, man. That's going to be a good game. That's game of the week. That'll be the game to watch. Um, I'm going to take the Bills. Uh, I'm going to ride with the Bills. Um, I like uh, like Josh Allen. I think this is going to be quite the shootout. But, I mean, obviously, Lamar Jackson has been tearing up defenses. I think, uh, well, actually, you know what? I mean, the Bills defense is so banged up right now. Um, This one's worth monitoring. Yeah, it is. Threes. Hopefully, the line just moves a little bit. Yeah. Get it off of the three. I'm going to ride the Bills. Yeah, I am as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Cardinals Panthers minus one and a half for the Panthers at home. Oh my goodness. I am all over the Cardinals here. Yeah, me too. All over the Cardinals. Yeah. Baker's a weasel. Yes. Um yeah, it's Cardinal Day. Yeah. It's Cardinal Day. Um, okay, we've got three left on the Sundays. We got the Broncos in Las Vegas. The winless Raiders. The They're gonna get AFC one. West. Um they're minus two and a half favorites. I'm on it. I like the Raiders to win this game. I think it's gonna be a shootout. What's the over? 45.5 over over 45 and, and a Raiders. Half. Yeah. I, I, I'm not as confident with the Raiders as I am the over. I think mm-hmm. that there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. I think Russell Wilson's going to be frigging motivated. He was pissed yeah. off about the Eli Manning comment. So, um, not that that should give any extra motivation to a quarterback in the NFL, but I think that he understands now after three weeks that he's in the spotlight. I do think that he's going to have a better game, but I think the Raiders, they just need to get on the board. Yeah, they do. Big yeah. time. They're the yeah. only team still with a, without a win. Right? Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Uh, Patriots, Packers. Packers coming in with the biggest spread of the week, minus 9.5 at home. Yeah, you see, this is uh, that's a big, uh, that's, this a well, is, that's a well done spread. And it's probably going to be, I, I, you know what? I like the Packers in this one. Um, you know, until I see Brian Hoyer play a game, <laughs> and, and the Patriots are just, they're just young. They're not as, you know, they're not. They, I'm going with the the Packers right now. That could change. Uh, I got to do some research on this game and see what's going on with the Pats. But yeah, it's yeah. I think I'm going to go Green Bay as well. Um, and then lastly for the Sunday Nighter, absolute heat show. Chiefs box. Yeah, playing in Minnesota. Oh yeah. Due, oh right. Yeah. Yes, due to the hurricane. Yeah, due to the hurricane. Okay. So okay, minus one and a half favorite for the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Brady so. play well yet, man. No. He has looked his age. Um, obviously, his weapons. He'll have Mike Evans back, but um, you know the Chiefs are they're going to be pretty pissed off. They should have won that game in Indianapolis. I think they win this game. Yeah, I, uh, I'm on Chiefs as well. Yeah, and the Monday nighter. We got Rams. We got 49ers in San Fran. Minus one and a half favorite for San Fran. That's a joke. I'm on the Rams. Yeah, me too. Yeah. No doubt. I'm on the Rams. All right. That's the preliminary picks for for week four, folks. So uh, you can find those on the Chalkboard app. We'll uh, get our Operation 272 all set in stone there. You can also watch Sunday morning with Andy Agar and Nate and I. And we'll be talking about each game and going through what our best bets are. But Nate, let's get into the halftime show and it's percentages. It is. So we're going to give each other narratives in the sports world. And we're going to give how likely it would be uh, with a percent of it happening. I'll start things off, Nate. What are the percent chance that Barry Bonds ends up in the Baseball Hall of Fame? Man, I got to say like 10%. Okay. 15%. I just feel like it's a big thing in baseball, especially with like, I feel like if he was going in, he'd be in. Yeah. You know, I just don't know if, I, I just, I don't see people getting past it. The whole steroid thing. It's How a, long it's a is your eligibility? Thing. That is something I couldn't tell you. 
anyway, it's going to be interesting to watch. I, I don't mind that 10%. I'd probably be a little bit higher. I'll put it at like 20. Yeah. Um, like 10, 15. It's, I, I just don't see it. It'd be cool if it did happen. Yeah. I'm all for it. So but. am I. Um, Greg, what is the percentage? Austin Matthews scores 70 goals this season. Uh, I'll put it at 3%. Okay. Um, I don't even think he goes back to back 60s. I think the last person to do that was Pavel Bure. Um, it's just such a, that's just such a, you know, large mountain to climb, uh, 60 goals in the NHL. I could see him being around that 55 mark, uh, this season, but yeah, 70, uh, I'll go low. I'll say 3%. I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of variables that go into this. I mean, he's got to stay healthy for the, uh, entire season. Yep. Uh, the Leafs have to, you know, see the team success that they've been having. Obviously he's the best goal scorer in the league that we've seen, uh, in the past few years. But yeah, I think 70 is just a little, little high. Yeah, a lot of people talking about how he like ended the year with like fifty one and fifty or something like that. Yeah, or his last fifty games, which is crazy numbers. But for sure, I mean seventy goals is is he Timu Solani? No, he's certainly think. not. What are the chances Aaron Judge is juicing? Man, I'm gonna say again 10 15 percent. Okay, I don't think so. Yep, like he's just been an absolute monster since the beginning, and I'm trusting someone has done some sort of testing on the guy. There was some chatter in the chalkboard last night about like, can you imagine if Rob Manfred was just kind of protecting judge due to the, you know, due to just the entire game of baseball? Like what would that do to the game of baseball if it came out that judge was juicing? Oh man, that would be, it'd be a tough thing to recover from. For sure. Just with everything. Cause it would just pretty much get to the point where it's like, all right, anyone who puts up monster years is just on steroids. Yes. Like plain and simple. You got what the two guys who've hit seventies, McGuire and bonds. Yep. I don't know if they did steroids for sure. I don't think it's confirmed, is it? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, McGuire, he didn't look like he did steroids. No, no, no. Right. No, his it, forearms looked like my leg. Yeah, and and I mean, Bonds, he he stayed the same build third leg. since entering the league. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, third leg, yep. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say, I don't think it's very high chances. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, what are the What is the percentage that the Dodgers win the World Series? Uh... I'll say 40%. I'll say uh, I'll lean the field at 60. They're such a wagon eighth. I mean, they're just so good top to bottom. Um, they've got a ton of experience, too, in that locker room. Um, I, I just think that this team is going to be very tough to beat. I mean, they they know how to win ball games, And yes. uh, this is a team that's going to be, yeah, they're going to be tough to beat. So I'll give them 40%. I'll take the field at 60. I like that. Um, and, uh, and, yeah, I mean, I think that this is this is going to be uh, the, the favorites. Yeah, they're oh, for sure. The yep. first, this is their highest win season in franchise history, too. 107. Wow. And I mean, we ain't done yet. No, for sure. Um, what are the chances the Colorado Avalanche run it back and win back to back Stanley Cups? Oof. Um, I'm going to say 30%. Okay. Um, I think there's a few minor tweaks with that team. Gorgiev? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Gorgiev. And who was the other guy they brought in? Um, oh, no, they didn't bring anyone else in. It's uh, Francois. Or whatever. Oh, it is. Freddie Francouz. Yeah, friend, friend. Or I don't. I honestly don't know how to say that guy's name. For Fran, sure, Francois Francouz, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I don't think the goaltending is good enough. Yeah. I mean, you've lost a few pieces. Like Nazem Kadri had a monster season last year. That's a big help. They did bring in the shot on goal king. Yes, yes they <laughs> yeah. did. Yes they did. Um, they also lost Burakovsky. Uh, Where'd he go? Seattle. Yep. <clears throat> he had the OT winner in game one. That guy gets hot. Um, I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, and mainly because I'm on the New York Rangers big time here. Okay. I'm on the New York Rangers big time. <clears throat> what are the chances that the Toronto Maple Leafs... Is there mine? Yes, it is yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, are, what are the... What's the percentage the Blue Jays make it to the World Series? I'll say... Uh, 
I'll say 10%. Okay. Yeah. I, I just think that uh, the Yankees and Astros are going to be a tall task. And even the Guardians are no lock no. Uh, in the first round. I mean, they've been playing really good baseball. They have the same record. <clears throat> so it's, uh, yeah, I do like the Jays and I like their future and I like the, some of the pillars that they have. But, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. They're going to need Manoa to be lights out. They're going to need to be Gosman. They're going to need Gosman to be lights out. And um, just at times they've been shaky. I mean, Manoa's been their best pitcher, but, you know, they're kind of their second and third uh, in their in their rotation have been, you know, shaky this year and I'm not sure if their uh, their bullpen is is strong enough to get it done so i'll give them a 10 percent chance to make it to the finals okay i like that number what is the percent chance the leafs win a playoff round this year <sighs> jesus man it's just so contingent on who they match up against like even when we were looking at uh, last year when they played tampa like it was like a 110 point team against a, or 115 point team against a 110 point team like it was just a garbage matchup first round for sure and i mean if they get like <laughs> boston again um, I mean, there's just a select, like, it's all about luck, really, in the NHL playoffs, like, when you get there. Like, you just need that favorable matchup, even that route to get somewhere. So, I'm going to say 25%, maybe a little higher. I I honestly am a firm believer they got better in the offseason. Wow. Yeah, I, I really do. I love the Cali Yarncroke pickup. Love that guy. He's been great so far in preseason. Just a depth guy, like, 12-goal guy. Yeah, and, and I think... Um, I think it's yeah something like that, but um, I think he could have a better year. I think he could get twenty there, um, and then I think the goaltending got better there as well. Really, I'm not. I wasn't sold on Campbell. I I think uh, I don't think Matt Murray's good by any stretch, but I think the one two pairing of Murray and Samsonov is better than what they had last year. All in all, I'm I'm on the complete opposite of the spectrum. I think there's just massive question marks in the in the goaltending situation. We saw Matt Murray. He hasn't been good for you know a long time, oh, at maybe I'm ever. The and biggest hater of Matt Murray ever. And uh, and also in this market, if you're not playing well, there's more noise than you could ever imagine. The Samsonov, I don't really know much about him, um, but from what I've heard from you, that he. He can he can let in some beach balls? Oh, he can let in some beach um, balls. He can also get hot as hell too. It's it's he's a he's a strange young goalie. I don't love the uh, the depth on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, they're going to be without John Tavares for the first month. I mean, obviously, you know, your top end talent is extremely talented, but um, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not sold. I mean, every single year, I mean, this this Atlantic Division, uh, you know, a threat for the Leafs is that they're not going to be able to ream off wins like they were against the Senators and the Red Wings and the Sabers like they used to. Man, like, these teams are getting better. Uh, as they're whiffing on, on opportunities to make playoff runs. So, I mean, I'm not sold on this team, um, you know, being doing as much damage as, as they have in the past. So we'll see, man. It's uh, They've got some serious question marks around them, and, and I'm looking directly at the goaltending. But uh, but we'll see. We'll see uh, We'll see what happens. Okay, what is the percentage of Laddie signs for at least $350 million? Uh yeah, I'm pretty high on this. Probably 80%. Um, I think he's going to sign like a 12 to 14 year deal in Toronto. And I think that that's going to be in that 350, 400 million range. Yep. I think that, yeah, he's, he's the face of your franchise. Uh, he's had incredible seasons. Obviously, not as good as last year's, uh, this year for the, for Vladdy, but he's still 23 years old. Yep. Uh, he's a guy that you pretty much hand a blank check to. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty high on that. Okay. I like it. Uh, what are the chances that Brady misses the playoffs? Oh, um, I'm going to say. 20, 20%. Yep. I think, uh, like, this is a guy you're not going to write off by any stretch. I mean, yeah, it's been a tough start to the season. I think he's going to be okay. Um, unless he, like, gets injured or something. Yep. And I think that's the only real way. So that's when I'm going to put the 20% off. But other than that, I don't see it happening. I think Tom Brady's dealing with some serious shit right now, man. For sure, And I dude. think that things are, uh, I think that things are tough. You know, it's it's oftentimes tough to leave things, um, you know, behind in your, in your, in your, you know, your real life 
you know, separating your life from work. Um, and I think that he's dealing with that right now. And, and obviously now, I mean, last game he was dealing with uh, suspension of Mike Evans. Yeah. One of the best receivers in the league. No Chris Godwin, no Julio Jones. I mean, it's just been a really tough few weeks. And, you know, with, with everything going on with Giselle or whatever's going on with his family life, I mean, I think that things have just kind of compounded and, and it's been tough. But I just look at that division, Nate, with the, uh, with the Falcons, Saints, and Panthers. Like, are any of those teams going to make a push to finish ahead of the Bucs for the playoffs? I don't see it. Yeah, exactly. But that's a good point you brought up, too, because I feel like no one really – most of the stuff he's getting for, like, flack is just like, oh, he's been so brutal, like, he's so old and stuff. It's like, well, there's – we know for a fact there's other stuff going on. Yes. Especially in an age where everyone's pushing, like, you know, mental health and stuff, and it's just like everyone yeah. just shits on the guy. For sure. So it's like, well, he is probably going through a divorce. Yes. So, I mean, like, I'm sure this is – his 23rd season of the NFL is not on the top of his mind at every given point. Yep. Uh, what is the percentage Ovechkin scores 45 goals? Yeah, I think I was talking on live. I said 42. Um, but I think 45 is definitely gettable. A lot of it's going to come down to health. Um, it sounds like Nick Backstrom's actually making some solid strides into coming back. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually fairly high on this. I'll say 70%. Um, I think that he's going to be in that 40 range. Uh, I don't see him, you know, what's he, 108 goals back, Nate, of uh, Gretzky? Uh, that's yeah, it's got to be pretty close. He's I think maybe, he's 108 maybe a little goals. better than that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I mean, like we're looking at like three 40 goal seasons. I think Ovechkin's got four more seasons. Um, yeah. you know, and oh, he'll be and, playing it though. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, he's gonna get the record, but uh, which is amazing. But yeah, I I think that I think 45 is like right around the ceiling. Like, I, I, if he could run it back with 50 goals, that'd be extremely imp- impressive. But I know he's a little bit banged up right now in training camp too. Yeah. He's usually a little, a little. Uh, he doesn't little, train too hard in the off season. I don't believe he trains at all. No. Um, yeah, he's a hundred and twelve or one hundred and fourteen off. I can't remember if Gretzky's got eight ninety two or eight ninety four. Okay. Um, so I mean, yeah, he's not like it's pretty insane to think if he scores fifty this year, he's off by like what sixty goals. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. He's gonna do it. Yeah, he's gonna do it for sure. What an incredible feat. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll say it's 70% for 45 this year, but that's, uh, I, I still like, you know, obviously he's the best goal scorer we've ever seen. So, <clears throat> all right, Nate, that's going to conclude the halftime show of percentages. And we are going to head into quarter three. We're going to talk a little bit of hockey, a little bit of NBA, and we're going to start things off with the uh, NHL preseason. It's alive and well. Um, obviously haven't caught too much of the action. A lot of prospects being mixed into games. A lot of teams playing kind of double headers to get a lot of their prospects some experience. Um, but, uh, you know, anything, anything stand out to you, Nate, through the first kind of, uh, you know, three, four days of preseason? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, like when you throw in a game, you're like, oh, cool. Who's that? And then you're like, oh, this is absolutely garbage. Um, yeah, I mean, just as I mentioned earlier, like Cal Yarncroke looked good. He had a couple bingos, um, in one of the games. I mean, take it with a grain of salt, of course. Yeah. Preseason. Um, as I haven't watched a whole lot by any stretch. Um, but, uh, Seattle looked like a wagon. One of the games I checked out, they were playing yep. like somebody, but I think they were playing Calgary, but Calgary was pretty, um, there's a guy on Toronto too. And I can't remember how to pronounce his name, but it's like, I was talking about him the other night, but it's like this Dur Abachenko or something like that. Some Russian guys, like 22, man, guy looks good. I think they should play him. Cool. Looks sick. 
Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, a few things stand out to me. I think that Shane Pinto is is going to be phenomenal for the um, for the Senators, and and just that, that their two top lines are going to be lethal. Um, I've also heard that they are really pursuing Jacob Chicken right now. The Leafs, um, the Sens. Oh, the Sens. Yeah, oh, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah, so uh, so that's going to be worth noting. Uh, another thing too, just kind of personally, of like uh, what I've seen from Fabian Lysol and Oscar Steen um, for the Bruins, a couple of prospects yep. that for Bruins fans to kind of be excited about uh, as we see Marshall and uh, Bergeron fade into the distance. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, need some other news in the NHL that the salary cap uh, is projected to jump around $10 million by 2025. So I know that's a few years down the road, but that will be substantial for teams like the Toronto Maple Leafs yes. and teams uh, like the Vegas Golden Knights who are just pressed against the cap and have just have to deal with daily manipulation of of roster positions to uh, to stay under the cap. So that's, uh, that's good news for the NHL. Yeah, it is for sure. The only brutal thing for Toronto in that situation is that Matthews deals down in two years. Like he's going to resign. He's probably going to be higher. Yo, for sure. So yeah, lose a little bit there. Uh, another guy I just wanted to mention too was um, on the Canucks, uh, Andre Kazmenko. I think you say it is. Yeah, uh, he's like 26 years old from Russia. Obviously, kind of um, like the Panarin 2.0. Yeah, 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 exactly. He had like similar numbers to Panarin in the KHL. Came over to the same age, and apparently he's pretty. Like I watched a little bit of him. Didn't see too much anything too wild, but yeah. uh, apparently he's supposed to be a stud. So we'll see what happens. Promising for Canucks fans. Yeah, I mean, they're a team that I think could make the playoffs this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just I think that Bruce Boudreaux, like he's just such a good locker room guy. I love Thatcher Demko, and I just think that this team is just underperformed. I mean, you had Brock Besser last year, you know, with the loss of his dad or a very sick dad. And you've had Patterson not really find his ceiling or anywhere as close to it yet. Uh, I like JT Miller, I like him a lot. It's just uh, I think Quinn Hughes is is going to get better with time. So I think that this team's got some pieces, some pillars that uh, they can build off of, and. Yeah, I, I think that they can win some more games this season. Obviously, who was their coach at the beginning of last season? Was just an Travis absolute... Green. Yes, it was Travis. Yeah, he was there yeah. for a while, man. He yeah, he was absolutely dust. Um, but yeah, yeah, a good point on bringing up Brujero there because I, I would be interested to see the amount of seasons he's had um, with a, as a full season coach and miss the, the playoffs because he gets the offense going in boys. Yeah. Like, even he had Anaheim and they were a wagon. Yes. When he went to Minnesota, they were doing well. I. I <clears throat> I could try and say the stat. I don't think he's ever missed the playoffs. Okay. I would. <clears throat> that's that's unreal. I would. It's got to be close anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, In a full season. Nate Tavares too. John Tavares is going to miss three weeks. Um, Bleak. Uh, with an oblique injury. Um, but moving into the uh, NBA, need uh, Kevin Durant uh, finally was uh, interviewed and, and talked about his comments with the Nets and said that, you know, he's going to stay there and that he appreciated the ownership, you know, being transparent with him and said, listen, you're too good of a player. We couldn't get enough in return to trade you. And he said, I understand the type of player I am. And I understand that it's going to be tough to get a package. that's going to be fair to get a guy like me. <laughs> it's the most humble thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, like, I have no idea. It's yeah. just like, yeah, I I like it, I guess. I don't know. It's just so out of left field that someone would say something like that. For sure. it's uh, <laughs> They're going to be a content machine as they always are the Nets. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I give it about a month and it's going to be someone's got one out. Yep. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Greg Popovich, awesome comments. Uh, he was in his pregame interview and, or his preseason interview and you know, talking about training camp and he said, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I wouldn't put any future bets on us to win the championship this year. This team is going to be terrible. I mean, they've, they traded away to joint day Murray to the Hawks. And I mean, he was pretty much the face of that team last year. It was their all-star. And, and now, I mean, they're in a full on tank. 
Yeah, I mean, what a thing for a coach to say too. But yeah, you know, I mean, when you're talking about the biggest legend, well, you know, exactly, yeah. like he gets away with it. Imagine yeah. some like first year coach saying that. It's like, I don't think we have a chance. Yeah. Be immediately canned. Yes. Yeah. But. Um, no, I'm excited for the NBA, man. The Eastern Conference is going to be so fascinating this year with the Raptors, Celtics, Nets. I mean, that entire Atlantic outside of the Knicks is going to be competitive. I mean, you yeah. get the Bucks, uh, You get this Atlanta team who has now brought in some studs. I mean, Charlotte was competitive at times last year. You get the Heat. I mean, there's a, there's there's 10 teams in the East that are going to be, you know, balling and looking good. So I'm excited to watch the NBA. Yeah. Um, and we're a few weeks away. But, Nate, we're going to move into quarter four here quickly. Talk a little bit about the PGA Tour. Talk a little bit about the Live Tour. We've got the Sanderson Farms Championship this week, obviously coming off of the President's Cup. we got Sam Burns, who won it last year, looking to go back-to-back. Uh, we got the Gal. Uh, who's obviously looking for his first uh, PGA Tour win. We got uh, Christian Bezaden, who we got yeah. uh, some some players who played last week. Who were you liking this week? Um, I am on Thigala. Yes. I like He's going to win soon. Yeah, he is. He's, yeah. He, I like him a lot, man. He's sick. Um, I'm on him. I'm on JT Poston. Yep. So we'll see what happens with old JT. He pulled a win not too long ago. Yep. Um, so he's relatively hot. And then for my third pick, I took a Stuart Sink anytime ace. Yeah, which is just the ballsiest bet, and I like it. I mean, I just I'll... got this hunch. Yeah, for um, sure. What he had one at the Masters in April, um, and uh, I was looking at a stat yesterday. He's the only player. This is just hilarious. He's the only player, or maybe not the only player, but he has he has a hole in one in four different decades. <laughs> so he's an ace is, machine. He's an ace machine. Yeah. I mean, mind you, he only has six career. So can you imagine? He spread him out pretty well, going up to the field and saying. 70% of you guys have less odds of winning this tournament than this guy does to have a hole-in-one this week. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I I the odds were not spectacular. No. Um, but, uh, no, I'm excited for that. Obviously, on the DB World Tour this week is the uh, Alfred Dunhill Championship. Much stronger field. You got Rory. You got a lot of the guys from the uh, from the President's Cup. So that's going to be an exciting field. I think some of the live guys are in that. But, Nita, just kind of finally in the golf world, I wanted to talk about this clown Bryson DeChambeau. I did my best. Um, to to cheer for Bryson DeChambeau. I liked his, you know, his innovation with getting bigger and hitting it longer. But this guy is such a coward. He's such a baby. It's so he might be the toughest athlete to support. And now that he's gone to the Live Tour, I can't stand him. If anybody watched the highlights from Chicago, the Live Tour, he got hit by the rope <laughs> and he and he pretended like he got stabbed in the stomach. Like, he was unbelievable. He was crying on the floor. And then he posted this cringy video of him diving under. He's at the long drive competition right now. This guy's such a clown, man. I can't stand Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, I was never, like, a huge fan of him. He's just a weird guy. But it was always funny to watch him just absolutely spray the thing. Like, he could be anywhere out there. Yeah. It was hilarious. But, For yeah, sure. it's, uh, yeah, the video was uh, it was a tough watch. Yeah. No. Um, I'll give him a little credit for, you know, he's trying. He's trying to do some content out there. Yep. He's just not particularly fantastic at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's it's Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Nate, that's going to conclude quarter four. We're going to move into the fire wagon in dog water. My fire wagon of the week is Aaron Judge. Uh, Aaron Judge obviously beating the or tying the AL record with home runs with with uh, he now has the Yankee record, has tied the AL record. 
And the 60, his next home run will be uh, the new AL record for home runs. So Aaron Judge, obviously, congrats, dude. And you're my fire wagon of the week. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, I was probably going to take him as well. But I'm going to opt for the Dodgers. Uh, Most wins in franchise history, which is pretty impressive. 107, as you stated earlier, not done yet. Yep. Job not finished. (laughs) Um, uh, So we will see what happens with the Dodgers uh, moving on to the playoffs here. But uh, I expect them uh, to have a big postseason. And they are my fire wagon of the week, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dogwater of the week. For me, is Mac Jones. Uh, Mac Jones obviously sprained his ankle late in the game, but he uh, threw three interceptions, no touchdowns. He ran one in and grittied um, in the end zone. I uh, just think that Mac Jones need a little bit more. We need a little bit more from you as a Patriots fan, and and uh, you just kind of been a little bit dog water for me lately. So dog water of the week is Mac Jones. That's fair enough. Big guy's getting some absolute hate here. I think he was my dog water last episode. Yeah, I think he was. It was absolutely terrible. Um, I'm trying to think of a dog water here. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with John Tavares. Yep, a little oblique strain. Hopefully, it's not too out too long. I do want to see the guy play, but. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I'm going to go with him just for the fact I'm not a huge fan of the guy. Not a whole lot of narrative here on this one. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you soon, Johnny, but you're dog water still. All right, folks, we appreciate you guys listening as always. You know, make sure you're telling your friends about uh, about the podcast. Make sure if you have sports friends, you know, get them on the podcast. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and, and Spotify. Make sure you're following us on all the social medias. Get in the chalkboard app. Yeah, get the hell in there. Like, get the hell in the chalkboard app. It's sick. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.